Good morning and welcome to day 41 of Lenten Prayer with St. Cuthbert. Let us pray. I weave a silence onto my lips. I weave a silence into my mind. I weave a silence within my heart. I close my ears to distractions. I close my eyes to attractions. I close my heart to temptations. Calm me, O Lord, as you stilled the storm. Still me, O Lord, keep me from harm. Let all the tumult within me cease. Enfold me, Lord, in your unending peace. Amen. Our psalm this morning, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Therefore can I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. He shall refresh my soul and guide me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You spread a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup shall be full. Surely goodness and loving mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Amen. O God, our Sovereign and Shepherd, who brought again your Son, Jesus Christ, from the valley of death, comfort us with your protecting presence, and your angels of goodness and love that we also may come home and dwell with him in your house forever. Amen. The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 22 at verse 39. And he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. 
And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Rise and pray, that you may not enter into temptation. While he was still speaking, there came a crowd, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And when those who were around him saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, No more of this! And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come out against him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay a finger on me. But this is your hour, and the power of darkness. They seized him, and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. And Peter was following at a distance. And when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard, and sat down together, Peter sat down among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him, as he sat in the light, and looking closely at him, said, This man also was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And a little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after an interval of about an hour, Still another insisted, saying, Certainly this man was with him, for he too is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Here ends the Gospel of our Lord. This is an Anglo-Saxon prayer from the Nunnerminster Codex. O Almighty God, ever to be cherished and adored, before whom every knee shall bow in heaven, earth, and hell, 
you yourself, as our merciful and compassionate Lord, chose to remain fixed to the ground, bent in prayer, and hemmed in on all sides, out of obedience to your Father's will and authority, beseeching him by whom you were begotten. I thank you, and beg you to show mercy towards my laziness, on account of the life-giving drops of your holy sweat. Whenever I am overcome by sleep, and my body is lulled by sloth to interrupt my prayers, do you discount these moments? Not for my merits, but out of your mercy, by which you battered the ears of your Father in heaven, as you prayed on that fateful night, O Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Chapter 41 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert Cuthbert's miracles of healing did not cease with his death and burial. There was a boy on Lindisfarne, possessed of a most brutal spirit, his wits were gone completely. He yelled, howled like a beast, and bit to shreds everything within reach, including his own limbs. A priest, whose exorcisms had usually succeeded in putting evil spirits to flight, was sent for from the monastery, but he could do nothing with this one. He advised the boy's father to strap him to a cart and bring him to the monastery to be prayed for at the relics of the martyrs. The father did as advised, but the martyrs refused to grant the cure, in order to show just how high a place Cuthbert held amongst them. The lunatic boy struck terror into all who saw or heard him, by his howls and groans and gnashing of teeth. No one could think of any remedy at all, till suddenly one of the priests, instructed in spirit that Cuthbert could restore him to health, went secretly to the place where he knew the water from washing the corpse had been thrown out. He mixed a particle of the earth with water and poured it into the sufferer's mouth. His mouth was gaping wide, a disgusting sight, and he was yelling hideous, pitiful cries, but as soon as the water touched him, the cries died down. His mouth shut, the glaring bloodshot eyes closed, and his head and whole body sank into repose. He slept well, and awoke next morning both from sleep and from madness, to realise that he had been freed from the spirit which had beset him through the prayers and merits of Cuthbert. Everyone was as delighted as they were astonished at the sight of the lad going round the holy places with his father, sound of mind, and giving thanks to the saints for their help, while only the day before he had had no idea of who or where he was. On his knees before the martyr's relics, with the whole community standing by, and joining their thanks to his, he praised God for releasing him from the scourge of the enemy. He returned home with his faith strengthened. The pit into which the water had been thrown is on view to this day. It is square, 
with a wooden frame round the sides, and is filled with stones. It stands near the church where Cuthbert is buried, on the south side. From then on, God granted many miracles of healing by means of those same stones and earth. We come to our prayers of intercession. Let us hold the world before our Lord. Blessed are you, O God, giver of all that grows from the ground, maker of every creature that flies in the air, and every life-form that swarms the seas. Blessed are you, ever creating in the heights and depths, for riches beneath the earth's surface, and the thoughts and creativities that wait within us to be brought to light. For the expanding universe, above and all around, and the imagination ever opening. For ocean depths still to be explored, and the treasures of the unconscious that well up from within us. In all of this, O oh God, we wonder at the limitless unfolding of your gift of life. And yet we know also within and among us the contractions of death and disease, as lands go barren and creatures perish. So men and women and whole communities are broken in body and soul. It is these concerns that we bring in prayer before you, O God, yearning for the day you have promised of peace between heaven and earth, and between earth and all her people. Amen. The Collect, the Prayer of St. Columba. Kindle in our hearts, O God, the flame of love that never ceases, that it may burn in us, giving light to others. May we shine forever in your temple, set on fire with your eternal light, even your Son, Jesus Christ, our Saviour and our Redeemer. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally, a prayer for ourselves. Be the strength of God between me and each weakness, 
Be the light of God between me and each darkness. Be the joy of God between me and each sadness. Be the calm of God between me and each madness. Be the life of God between me and each death. Be the spirit of God between me and each breath. Be the love of God between me and each sigh. Be the presence of God with me when I die. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.